The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Whatever you need, if it's in the earth, if you need it personally, if you need it for your ministry, if you need it for your business, it's yours. It's yours. Now ask God and he will get angels dispatched. Now he going to give you what to say. He might tell you to march around it three times. He might tell you to, to, to just lift your hands and shout. He might tell you to turn around four times. Whatever he tells you to do, it's not going to be hard to do. All you got to do is do it and you're going to see the transfer. Hello, I'm Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, we're continuing on this dynamic series called Releasing the Blessing. Now, in today's message, I'm bringing out a few points. One, angels will help you get your inheritance. God has an inheritance for you, and usually it's big. <laughs> Praise God. Well, we have assistance of angels that'll help us get our inheritance. Number two, fight the good fight of faith. Now, the way faith is usually fought is through confession of the Word of God. In other words, once we release our faith, we do it, and the confession of our Word is the thing that causes faith to work for our lives. Number three, Give God's Word a voice. A lot of times what happens is people read God's Word, but they don't declare God's Word or decree God's Word. Well, angels are waiting on the declaration of the Word of God. You've got to decree a thing. You've got to say it. Say, but this time, tomorrow, I'll have this, or I, in Jesus' name, I believe that I am healed, that, that I'm going to get that job is mine, Jesus. You know, just decree that thing. Now, a lot of times people say, well, I don't see how God's going to do this. That's not your job to figure it out. The blessing knows what to do. You just release it and let the blessing go to work. Praise God. Well, in today's teaching, it's called Releasing the Blessing. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Take some good notes now. Let's go into it. Releasing the Blessing. A price had to be paid for that inheritance. For God to get you back and to get your stuff back, it had to be paid. A price had to be paid. Let's look at it in the pawn shop. So God had to get something out of the pawn shop, which you and me and our goods, and he got us out through the sacrifice of the lamb. Now the lamb is his son, Jesus Christ. So he gave his son to get us back. Now what was one of the things that he got back? He got back the blessing. Now, over in Ephesians, and, and what I said, if you're talking about blessing now, make sure you make a capital B with blessing. A blessing means to a, an empowerment for your success. An empowerment for your success, all right? Now, it's not only in you, but it's on you. Say, I have the blessing. Now, let's look at Ephesians chapter 1. Because this talks about the inheritance that he has and has gotten back for you. Ephesians chapter 1 and starting reading at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who hath blessed thee with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. So you are blessed. Now, with all what? Spiritual blessings. Now, you have an inheritance on the earth too. Don't think it's all invisible, and, but it's on the earth too. But whatever the case may be, Paul is saying for you to get it, you're going to have to have a revelation of it. And so he starts talking about that revelation. Look what he says. I'll start here since I'm in Ephesians. I'll start with Ephesians. Verse 16. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your what? Understanding being what? Enlightened that you may what? Know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Now let's take that and put that verse 18 up there in the amplified translation. Now look what he says here. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set apart one. All right. Now notice he says in the saints, all right? Put some right there. I'm coming back to in the saints, but let's just go to first Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. But as it is written, the eye has not seen natural eye, nor ear heard natural hearing, nor entered into the heart of man, the natural part of you the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. But for what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man that's in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit the spirit of the world, but the spirit, which is of God, that we might know the things that are underlined freely given to us of God. See, because when he shows you something and he shows you that building that belongs to you, the first thing you're going to say is, wait a minute, I don't have enough money for that. That building costs $80 million. No, 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 no. Faith is the only currency God will accept. He's not asking you to come up with cash. He's asking you to believe what he said and then follow his instructions to carry it out. And that's what he said, that if you hearken diligently to my commandments, he said, and do what I say, then all these what? Blessings are going to come on you and overtake you. Are y'all with me here? All right, let's, 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 uh, an example of that is Joshua and, and Joshua chapter six and Jericho is now straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I've given to thy hand Jericho and the king thereof 
and the mighty men of valor. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Where was Joshua when he told him that? He was not in Jericho. He, he was somewhere distant from Jericho. But God says, see, I have what? Given into your hand, Jericho and the king. All that land. So he was giving him here a city. Well, that's what he said in Deuteronomy. We'll get there. I'm giving you cities. So he's giving him here a city, but he said, see. And Genesis chapter 13, just track me now. I'm coming back to this. Genesis 13 and verse 14, he says, and God said unto Abraham, Abraham, as far as you can lift up now your eyes from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward, for all the land that you see to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. What does he mean? See, he's not talking about natural eyes. Talking about with the eyes of your spirit. So what you're going to do is getting the word, get the word in you, start meditating that word, and you're going to see something. Because the Holy Ghost is going to teach you what belongs to you, and that is free. It's not free exactly. It's free because Jesus paid for it when he was the Lamb of God that got your inheritance for you, and he's made it so that all you need is faith. Well, what we're doing now, we're transferring the whole earth back. Let's keep going. Let's go to Joshua chapter 3. And you shall compass the city, you men of war, go around, uh, the, all the men of war, go round about the city once. Thus shall you do six days. And it shall come to pass that when they make a blast within, with a ram's horn, that when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all people shall, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Now, what would they to do to get that city? They go, they, wait a minute, they're going to march around it first. Now, can't you see the people up on the wall in the city? What they doing down there? Joe, Joe, look, look, look what they're doing. And then that last day, all of a sudden, Joe, Joe, something is shaking, Joe. Now, my point to you is, look at each time you get your inheritance, he gives you instructions on how to receive it. Got it? Now, in Jericho, something happened. So we're going to come back to Ephesians chapter 1, but let's go to Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be what? Heirs. Say heirs. heirs. Heirs of salvation. The word salvation is the word soturia in the Greek. It means wholeness, means soundness. It means health, means preservation. Okay. But it doesn't mean heaven. Okay? It means a condition of you right here. Got it? Heirs of salvation. Heirs of salvation. Why would he say heirs of salvation? The, the angel's job, one of the main jobs of the angels, 
Put it up there again, please. Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, uh, one verse 14. He said, and they, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs? Well, let's just stop right there. Shall be heirs. What is an heir? Somebody that what? Inherit something. Well, we just read you your inheritance. And the angel's been sent forth to make sure you get that. To minister for those who shall be heirs. Heirs. Everything God has. He, he gave it back to you. Everything he got in his, Adam had everything. Adam lost everything. Jesus came back and bought everything. Now God wants you to enforce what Jesus did and take back everything. Who's going to help you do it? Angels. They're going to be heirs. They're ministering spirits to make sure you get your inheritance. Who do you think pulled down the wall? The angels pulled it down. All they did was shout. Notice how God has taken all the toil out of your life. Man, that's something when all you got to do is go up somewhere and shout and it come into your hands. I'll take that deal. See, when, when you don't have a revelation, now you're trying to figure out how can I pay for this? And that's what turned them back when they went out and spied out the land, came back and they gave an evil report. They said there are giants in the land, the cities are walled up to heaven, so forth, so we can't take it. God is leading you into a place you can't take it. He's leading you into a fight you can't win. He's leading you to a property you can't afford. He lead because he's going to distinguish you with the blessing. Is this the right bunch I'm talking to? No, he said, buy that shopping mall. Whoa. Man, do you know what that's like coming out of 3,000 square feet? That's where we were up there at, 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 uh, at uh, Madison Street. And, and we were having services over here at the Shea Room buy that mall. I sent some people over here. I said, go over there and look at it. God tell me that we should buy that. And they came back and this is what they said. One of them was in construction. They came back and said, pastor, we can buy that uh, little area on the East end, right? Right down there. I said, East end. God said, buy the whole mall. Oh no, pastor, a whole mall. Hey. See, he thought he had to pay for it. He's going to take you somewhere that will distinguish you as having the blessing. Now, 1 Timothy 6 and verse 12, he says, fight 
Come on now. The good fight of faith. What's he talking about here? What is the main thing that you're going to have to fight with? Faith. All right. I know it's faith, but what I'm getting at is going to be your confession. You ain't going to pull a gun out on nobody. You're not going to get words are the most powerful thing that God has given you to work with in this earth. They are so powerful till God himself said, death and life are in the power of your tongue. Not in the power of the devil. Now what are you going to have to do? In the face of adversity, you're going to have to hold fast. Over in James chapter one and starting at verse five, if any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth, it's like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Check it out. For let that man not think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Keep going. For a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And that's where Satan wants you. He wants you to take it back. He wants you to be too proud to say it in the face of somebody. Yes, sir. I'm coming where you live today. <laughs> Look at James chapter three. Over in James chapter three, he said, behold, in verse three, we put uh, bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Now watch what he's saying. So you got a horse. And you put the bridle on the horse and a bit goes in his mouth. And if you ever see anything about a bit in a horse's mouth, that when you pull that reins, if you are wanting to turn him, you pull that side. Uh-huh. Right. And notice what it does. If you see him and watch the horse up close, his tongue starts to kind of stick out. Why? Because you're putting pressure on his tongue. Right. So the word can put pressure on your tongue. See? Look at the next verse. He said this, behold also the ships, which they be so great and are driven with of fierce winds. Yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whether soever the governor listed. Now, what is he saying here? He is saying that I've got a ship and I want to turn it. Well, to turn it, I got to turn the rudder. So, Here's the ship. I'm going to turn it, but I got a little thing down here in the back of the ship that I use to turn it with. And I'm the governor. So wherever I want to turn it as a governor, I turn the rudder. The rudder starts plowing water and I'm turning. Now, wait a minute. I don't just whip around. I'm turning. So I'm confessing every day. Now my ship is turning. I may not notice it because it's turning easy. Come on, somebody. But I'm turning. Next verse. And then he says, even so the tongue is a little member 
but it boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire kindleth. Next verse. And he says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among the, uh, our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. So isn't it interesting how this tongue can actually start a fire? The tongue is a kindling. And even though it be so small, it'll start a big fire. And most people's lives, if you look at where they are right now, you can trace it back to their, their words or words that have been spoken over them. Next verse. And he says, for every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea are, is tamed and has been tamed of mankind. Every animal can be tamed, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil and full of deadly poison. The only thing that can tame the tongue is the Holy Ghost. You can take people and you put enough pressure on their life, they'll say stuff they never intended to say. But you get that Holy Ghost and be like the three Hebrews when he said, I'm going to throw you in the fire. The God that I serve, he will deliver me. And they wouldn't change it. Your fight is going to be the good fight of faith and it's going to be seen in your speech. Now, if this ain't the word of God, you ain't never heard it. All right. So now these angels are going to hearken to your voice, but your voice has got to be in line with the word. And look what it said in Psalm 103 and verse 20. Bless the Lord, ye as angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments. What are they going to hearken to? The voice of his word. All right. See this Bible here? Let me put it up here to this microphone and see if it says anything. Just a minute. Let's just wait. Maybe, maybe it's. No, no. Who gives it voice? You do. Now the angels are waiting on it. Don't think you just got one. That's religion. You got a bunch of them. As a matter of fact, you got however many is, are needed for you to get your inheritance. Now, what is some of your inheritance? Let's look at some of it. Look at Psalm chapter 50, please. Five zero. Psalm 50. Because this is what God got back for you. For every beast of the forest is mine. This is God talking. The cattle upon a thousand hills. Keep going. And I know all the fowls of the air. Uh, uh, pardon me. Fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and the fullness thereof. All right. Now he is saying all the cattle belong to him. Let's go over to Haggai chapter two, please. And verse six In Haggai two, six, he says, for thus saith the Lord of hosts yet once in a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come. Now what was he talking? Desire of all nations shall come. 
It means what the heathen desire is going to come to you. All right. And I will fill this house with what? Glory, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, he's not talking about, woo, glory. No, he's, he's going to tell you what the glory is. The silver is mine. Come on. And the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. Are you following what I'm saying? I mean, he owns the earth from the, from the, from the surface down to the core. He owns every oil well. He owns every, everything is his. And Satan has taken it, put it in his kingdom of darkness and claimed that it's his. But God said, not so. He said, it is mine. And what Jesus did, he paid the price to get it all back. He's not bringing you back without the stuff. He wants you to come back with everything that belongs to you. Acts 10, 34. Look what he said. Peter opened his mouth and said, of a, of a, of a truth, come on. I perceive that God is what? No respect of persons. He don't care what color you are. If you are just conforming to the blessing, you're going to multiply. And anybody that has the blessing in their life and adheres to what he says and his commandments, you will multiply. See, whatever you need, if it's in the earth, if you need it personally, if you need it for your ministry, if you need it for your business, it's yours. It's yours. Now ask God and he will get angels dispatched. Now he's going to give you what to say. He might tell you to march around it three times. He might tell you to, to, to just lift your hands and shout. He might tell you to turn around four times. Whatever he tells you to do, it's not going to be hard to do. All you got to do is do it, and you're going to see the transfer. Learn how to experience the fullness of God's glory and power in your life with Dr. Winston's powerful series, Releasing the Blessing. To order your copy of this life-changing message on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Deep within you. There is a call to lead. Distractions have tried to bury it. Criticism has tried to smother it. But the call remains. And now it's time. Become an entrepreneur. God is awakening the call again. Answer it. Take a leap of faith. It's time for you to change the story. Not just for you, but for your neighborhood, your community, your city your world at joseph business school we are here to equip you to guide you to empower you to step into the call that god has given you it's time to launch out begin a new story the call is clear the time is now become an entrepreneur
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Thank you.